सर्विस डिलीवरी वॉच ऑन द मॉर्निंग ब्लेस Well uh, we are now looking at um, um service delivery issues the slot uh, has uh, had some protests and we are talking to councilor Rufus Maswazi who is uh, the deep slot ward councilor for ward 96 about what they're experiencing if you are an atima listening and you live in deep slot or you have relatives or friends who live in deep slot please do join in on the conversation we'd like to hear from you the experiences on the ground around why this uh, uh, protests are happening and how you feel they can be combated you can call in on 086000232 or send a whatsapp on 0614 104107 our protest the answer to what the residents of deep slot are experiencing thank you very much uh, councilor rufus maswazi for joining us this early morning okay thank you thank you kudos to you and uh, to the listeners it take us through what the people of deep slot have been um, lamenting about and um, that has led to these protests ah uh, no it's, it's the issue of crime um that uh, there's been a number of uh, murder murders that are happening uh within the township um there's a couple of extensions in in Dipsloot you've got extension 1 2 3 and so forth up to extension 13 so uh these crimes are happening in the hot spots these are informal settlements that uh, don't even have electricity so there are issues that they are being killed you know there've been a lot of a series of murders that happened even from last year it's been uh, uh, for a number of years in fact uh, if you remember this is not the first time that they've gone to the street um, complaining about the same thing that uh, were being killed and the um uh, most of the murders that are happening um are done by illegal uh foreigners so there there are the issues that uh, these people even if they are arrested they go they get released a few days later they come back to the township they continue uh killing them um in fact what even uh sparked the fire was uh, there was uh, multiple murders that happened uh, within a month so far we're speaking about uh six murders in a month of june if not more so that have made uh, the community to become very angry and um when one of the leaders a uh, crime fighter a former um chairperson of CPF community policy forum uh mr john macola was uh, killed uh, shot by criminals while he was responding to a robbery at night uh, one of the shops was getting robbed he was called he went to respond when he got there they shot him 
I went to the hospital for a few days, then he passed away. So after hearing that uh, Comrade John have passed away, the community became more agitated and they went back to the street and continued to ban uh, tires, uh, demanding that the president must come and address them. There have been uh, um, uh, events where when the same thing was happening, even last year, uh, they demanded that the minister of police must come. And indeed he came. He came twice uh, to address the same issue. And they feel that um, him coming is not solving anything. Um, now they want the president to come and address these issues. So, councillor, uh, yes. tell me, why is the deep slurred experiencing so much uh, violence and and murders? Is there a specific reason from your observation? Yeah, look, um, um, I can only speak for more. You know, there's three words uh, in deep slurred. Um It's word ninety five, words. 100 and what I mean, what 95, what 103, and what 96. So in my word, I can't speak for the I can't speak for the whole of Deep Sloot. I can only speak to my demarcation area, which is 196, which also is part of Deep Sloot uh, because it's extension 12 and 13, which is false part of my my word. So to try and attempt to answer your question, I can only uh, quote from what the community themselves are saying. You know, they are saying that um, uh, there are people who are not employed and who came to the country illegally and they are they are coming to our houses and they are robbing us. Um, well, the cause of crime, you know, you, people are going to give you a number of reasons. Unemployment, you know, and all those kind of socioeconomic challenges that you know, they might be experiencing. So, reason for crime, you know, it's many, it's many factors. I can't just give you an answer and say, this reason why uh, there's so much crime. Um, maybe one of the reasons that I've observed will be that it's, uh, it's congestion. You know, the, 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 the informal settlement that are there, some of them are not formalized. You know, the way they are, uh, uh, residing, you know, it needs to be a bit, you know, uh, decanted to be able to have some space and even be electrified in order for if there's a crime or somebody wants to commit crime, you are able to see them from a distance. But the way in which the, the design um, of the informal settlement uh, make it possible that somebody might even be tempted to commit a crime because the, the square camps are not um, electrified. It, it's dark. You know, if you go to a place called number one, uh, you know, you, you can't even move. You know, a person who's, you know, who's a bit obese will not even move straight. You have to move uh, on your side to be able to go to your, to your house. Um, it's overcrowded. Um, um, the way in which people are residing, for me, uh, it's one of the causes of of people committing crime 
and also going to hide. They know we're going to hide at this place. Because if the place was sort of properly, you know, formalized and opened, people will, will, will not think of committing crime because if I commit crime, I might not have a place to hide. But because I do have a number of places that I can go and hide in, then it's easy for me to commit crime. Some of the criminals are not even coming from around, they're coming from other areas. Because they know that if we come, because in Deep Sloot, there's a lot of our friends and family members who are also fellow uh, illegal, you know, uh, foreigners coming from other places. They can come and give us shelter. So they move from areas like Rodiport, Soweto, and Alexandra, and other places to come and hide in Deep Sloot. And then, and then when they when they meet, they actually uh, sort of gang up and continue to commit crime. But I'm just giving one side of the story. There's also other factors that might cause crime, and I'm not saying that crime is only being committed by people who are illegal uh, foreigners. There are also locals that are committing crime. But in the main, people are saying that if you can deal with the issue of illegal uh, uh, foreigners it can reduce crime. We will be able to know that who have committed crime because those that are committing crime in the main, you find that they are not, because they are, they are not documented, you can't find their fingerprints and all that. While if a local person commits crime because their, their fingerprints are well documented, it's easy for you to arrest them. But those ones uh, who are not uh, documented when they commit crime because they are, they are obviously not, uh, not, not uh, registered, uh, you, you you won't find them. You know, they run away, come back, and continue to kill people. The biggest crime that is happening there is murder. People have been murdered almost so, every so, weekend. So the, 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 the planning um, of the, the, the community, so spatial planning, is one of the problems uh, from what you're citing. And then you also cite uh, the, the fact that there's no lighting, so the, the, there's no power or floodlights in the community this issue of spatial planning and the floodlights is it an issue that you feel is the responsibility of the 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 the, the, um, the local government to fix and if you say yes how so because the informal settlements were not originally a part of the plan of the local government in the deep slot area yeah, uh, look, uh, there is another contributing factor, of course, uh, the issue of uh, uh, poor service delivery. Dipsloot is not is not an informal settlement as a whole. Dipsloot is a township that um, is not the whole of it is not is not. You can't say it's an informal uh, mm. but, uh, township. But first, the areas that you so, have mentioned. You are making yes. the informal settlements, so that's why I'm yeah. pointing to ask you: Do you feel that the municipality is responsible for the spatial planning of informal settlements they didn't plan for in the first place? The municipality and also the provincial government have got the responsibility of formalizing those informal settlements. Uh, there is an informal settlement which have been there for more than twenty years. It's called reception area section one, where people when they were moved from other townships they were um they were placed there for 
uh, temporarily so to say when we are placing you here we're going to remove you to go to other places when we start now uh, formalizing other areas but that have not happened over over the years so now that reception area is, is uh, have now become the reception area for criminals so i agree with you that part of the responsibility is for the municipality to do what they're supposed to be doing electrify the area formalize the area and make sure that there's proper streets and then people can move and see each other and then that will also help in terms of reducing crime so the failure obviously of the municipalities and the provincial government uh, is also a contributing factor uh, that let, they've let, led let, to let some me, of these things let me take a quick break when we come back uh, we'll allow you to elaborate more on these protests and um, if you feel that they're going to bring a change we've also got um, some uh, comments from a teamers Service Delivery Watch on the Morning Bliss. Our guest is a councillor of Ward 96 in Deep Slot, Councillor Rufus Maswazi, um, who's uh, telling us about um, the protests in Deep Slot that are, 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 are around not only just the lack of service delivery, but the high rate of murders and crime in the community. Remember, you can join in on this conversation by calling on 86 triple zero two zero three two or you can whatsapp on zero six one four one zero four one zero seven thank you for staying with us rufus uh let's go to a voice note good morning patricia and the brilliant team how are you today guys patricia it is said that we as africa we have failed to embrace each other and build a prosperous nation or a prosperous continent. It is said because what we are throwing away as being dirty in Africa, as being unworthy of being African, is being used by the world uh, to create better people, to create better teams. You know, you look at France. France, you can't call it it's a French team because it's all full of Africans. Uh, you look at, at the cricket teams, you know, they have learned to embrace the Indians because they know the Indians can do better than their own people. So until and unless we learn to do the same, Africa is going to continue going down and we will continue putting the blame on each other and the government, people will be just prospering. Thank you. Oh, thank you, A-Team. Uh, let me go back uh, to uh, our A-Team Gets Councillor of Ward 96, uh, Rufus Maswazi. Rufus, you were saying it's not only just the murders, although they are very high and they happen very often, in uh, deep salute. um you were saying that there's also other service delivery issues uh tell us about these service delivery issues yeah look um yeah i think we're still talking about the issue of the uh, municipality service delivery uh, what i can tell you is that uh, another contributing factor 
is that the plans are there, but they are, they are taking time to be implemented. Because the very same area I told you about, uh, which is called reception area, there's a land adjacent to the informal settlement that was earmarked for development for years. The, 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 the land is, is just laying idle, and then uh, there's going to be a development called uh, Deep Suit East. So once you can start that development and move people to that area, it will then uh, create some spaces. It will reduce the congestion that we are seeing there. But because of the slow uh, implementation of that project, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's bringing a lot of frustrations uh, to the locals uh, that uh, we are squashed in our areas. And when these criminals are coming, they come and bang into our doors and I stay with my three kids and then um, I come and get uh, um, robbed inside my house or they even shoot me inside of my shack. And then instead of you guys giving us houses now, we we, we are living in very uh, poor conditions and also being uh, victims of, of crime. So the, the service delivery or the implement slow implementation of the of the plans that are already there is, is also getting the, the, the locals uh, kind of being frustrated and saying that, uh, uh, look, we, we are sick and tired. Uh, these officials who are supposed to come and bring service delivery to us are not doing their job. So as a result, we want the president to come and at least witness our living conditions. Maybe we'll come with a better idea. With all these um, murders and crime, um, is there police interaction? I don't even want to say visibility, but do the police interact with the community when the community needs the help? Do they come uh, to your aid? Uh, look, in, in um, when, when, when this thing um, started escalating, I think it was a year ago, uh, we 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 had a meeting with the the local police station and uh, the team there uh, to do uh, somehow a an analysis of what is the problem. And you will find that in a week you've got four or five murders in a week. Uh, that was the previous year. And then when we went we dived in into the station itself, we realized there was uh, a shortage of personnel. There were a shortage of cars. At some point in a township that is close to that have close to two hundred thousand people, there was only eight vans at some point. You know, we intervened with the community leaders, um, the stakeholders there in the township to help the, the police uh, get the minister to even witness the problem and the minister did come and then he managed to get the station more vans. From eight, the number of vans went to about twenty, twenty five vans within a space of uh, of a week, it got those vans on board. They increased the, the the personnel from different areas from the province to come and assist as a as a contingency plan. Uh, they were supposed to be there for for until the crime goes down. Uh, I think uh, when they arrived, that was around April last year or March, and then uh, uh, until say August, uh, crime went down. And then uh, for a moment, it went up again towards December. They came back. Uh, it went down for the past uh, five months. Now it's sparked again. So number one, the, 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 the personnel was not enough. 
the vents were not enough, but that was sorted. Um, um, uh, up to now, I can tell you that the, 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 the vents have been beefed up again. The personnel have been beefed up again. The police, we had a meeting two days ago at the police station, and then we were assured that the deployment is back in full force. The police are now on the street to continue uh, doing their best in terms of combating crime. But one of the issues that they've raised, the police, is that because of the lack of enough spaces for them to maneuver around these informal settlements, it's making their job very difficult for them to be able to chase this crime, this criminal criminals. Criminals know uh, all the all the you know passages. You know, whenever they commit crime, they go. They know this passage the police won't pass. Uh, will use it for us to escape to the to the other to the other extension. So the police have not yet mastered those kind of you know as as passages that the criminals are using. So they are saying that you as councillors can you please use your political influence to bring the relevant ministers maybe in the human settlement to come and. Uh, try and fix this township and formalize it in a way that is going to make our job easy as police for us to be able to enter, to go in and go out as we are trying to uh, stop these criminals. And then one of the things that we, we even uh, suggested is that if they can involve things like uh, technology, the drones, uh, things like the cameras, uh, things like the street lights, because uh, remember, in the past, Used to have street lights, but now they were discontinued, they were decommissioned by the city of city power. Uh, so we are saying that they must come back. And indeed, city power is now installing street lights. The, 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 the premier, uh, Panyaza, is also installing cameras, uh, you know, in the street uh, that are uh, solar powered uh, in order for them to be able to monitor those hotspots. But unfortunately, it's something that is just is happening. Uh, on a slow scale, you know, uh, while uh, that is happening, people are being killed. So the impatient on the community um, also, um, uh, you know, undermines uh, the fact that there's something that is happening, but because it's slow, uh, the, the community become impatient and they, they think that there's no progress, nothing is happening, we want the president. Okay, so you want the president. Um, there's been no, efforts, no, 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 no. these efforts. No no no, 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 no. I'm not saying I. I'm saying I'm yeah, the community. what the community are saying. Yeah, yes, the community correct. wants the president. You are the councillor yeah. of the community and you speak on their behalf. So uh, you want the yeah. president in deep yeah. sweat. Um, there's yeah. been efforts. I mean, you, you are saying that there's been efforts, uh, police uh, visibility. Yeah. Um, you are seeing the efforts and that that, that is a good thing. But, and from what you're saying, because of the special uh, planning uh, or lack yeah. of it, because of a lack mm. of certain services being delivered in the community, then even mm. um, these efforts that have been done have not um, mm. translated too much. It, it helps, it curbs it for a little bit, this crime, and then it starts again. Yeah. It curbs it Correct. and then it starts again. It flares up again because there's nothing that can be done. Mm. So since the, the, the community is saying they want the president, that's why they're protesting, do they believe that the president is able to change this? Because the president does not work in isolation. He works with the same uh, police that have been coming into the community to make a change. He, he works with the local government that you say City Power switched off the, um, the, the, the power supply 
in in some parts of the squatter camps. Do, do yeah. does the community believe that the president Cyril Ramaphosa's presence in Dipsfoot will make an immediate impactful change? Um, the community believe believe so, but uh, from the meetings that I've attended myself, I then learned that there is something that is actually frustrating even the officials, even the top uh, officials, ministers are frustrated. Is the loss of these countries, especially in the criminal justice uh, system. Because, you know, even if the police can arrest the illegal foreign nationals who have committed crime, they can arrest them, uh, or let's say somebody is just being suspected. They arrest these people are illegal, yeah, they're in the country illegally. They take them to the cells. The law says that within 40 hour, 48 hours, they must appear in court. And when they appear in court, if they tell the magistrate that I'm here because I was arrested because I was trying to apply for an asylum, I was trying to apply for this and that, my papers were expiring, the queues are too long, so the police arrested me. The magistrate will release that person. So because they know that it's a loophole for them to be released, most of them are using that loophole and they're getting released and the law protects them. That if they say that I'm going to, uh, I was going to uh, renew my, by my papers, I should be released uh, to go and renew my papers. So that is the law of the country. I just forgot the, the section in the criminal justice system that says that we, we debated it with the minister as well. And then we then said that maybe the person that can help us is the Minister of Justice, uh, Dr. Lamola, who can come here and try and help us interpret and uh, tell us why is the why is that uh, uh, clause not being amended? Uh, you know, uh, we, we, we were stuck there. He was supposed to come and explain to us. But I can tell you, if you do your research, there is such a law that says that when somebody is arrested, and it happens in Johannesburg, I don't know if other things is happening, when somebody is arrested, they must be. They must go to court in 48 hours, and then if they explain that they were going to do uh, that asylum, they must be released. And it have come up in a lot in the number of meetings in the police, where the police are saying that we are arresting people, but they get released at, in court. It's not us who are releasing them; it's the courts who are releasing those people, not us. We have. They even gave us a number that in one, in fact, in uh, in the operation, the ones arrested about 2,000 illegal foreigners. Uh, when they were arrested, they took them away. And then on the other side of the courts, that's where now people are released and they go to different townships. They go to Alex, they go to Oliven and the surrounding township. But after some months, they come back. Mm. So Rufus, yeah, Rufus, I'd like us to yeah, take yeah. a quick break and then we, we're going yeah. to come back and, and wrap up uh, with uh, some other solutions, if there are any, um, uh, that uh, yeah. you as a council and the community have discussed. Sure. SABC1 right. has made a few changes to the primetime schedule. On Thursdays, Deal or No Deal South Africa at 7.30pm. House renovations with Reno Race at 9 p.m. Queens of Mzansi at 9.30 p.m. Tune in to SABC One. Mzansi, for sure.
service delivery watch on the morning bliss Our guest uh, is wrapping up uh, the reasons uh, for uh, the protest in Deep Slot and uh, uh, hopefully solutions will come out of it. His name is uh, Rufus uh, Maswazi, uh, who is uh, the councillor of Ward 91 in Deep Slot. Rufus, we don't have uh, much time, but maybe if you can, in 30 seconds, uh, just uh, give us some possible solutions, either than just having the president uh, there in Deep Slot, that the community could uh, uh, find comfort and uh, these uh, protests will not continue. Yeah, okay. No, yeah, no, thanks. Uh, look, uh, part, part of what I propose myself is that um, the, the the various departments that are responsible for a number of uh, service delivery-related uh, issues must come and do their job. Uh, the police themselves, they are the ones that are the, the law enforcers, they must do their job. There's issues of uh, bylaws that are are being violated in the township. People just building things, uh, things on the road, and uh, they use those small shops to to sell drugs in, or to even harbor illegal foreigners. Uh, the police must deal with that. Okay. Uh, the issue we, of the, let's hold it there because of time. But yeah. you are basically saying everyone who's delivering a service, deliver it well. Just do your job. Thank you very much, and we hope that uh, must, you know yeah. the people of Deep Slot do um, get to the services they deserve and they will see an end to the murders um, and crime in the area. Thank you for joining us, Councillor. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's five o'clock. We are going straight to the news. May goodness and grace lead you to the great heights of success.